and welcome to HR After Hours Podcast, the only HR podcast to have its in-sync fan club membership revoked due to excessive stalking. <laughs> Hannah Hampton, how the hell are you today? Well, that was perfect. Oh my gosh. Well, I have to say, this is terrible. I'm doing great. But um, I, if I had to pick a boy band when I was back in the 90s, uh, I was definitely team in sync. So mwah, chef's kiss on that one. Perfect. <laughs> oh, no. Well, A, I think that's a huge step, misstep on your part. So I think what oh, a better way to. Are Backstreet Boys? Or <laughs> who? Come on. No, I'm a Nick Lachey fan. What was his something? 98 degrees. No, in my world, Good Charlotte was a boy band, my friend. Good That's Charlotte. That's true. Was, oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So, good, good Charlotte, my favorite boy band. What a terrible way in misstep to show start one of our podcasts. Yeah. So, I think we should just continue with the theme and say, uh, how about we play some of our favorite outtakes and stories? I think that sounds like a fun plan. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like maybe we should get back to the bong and let's just play some of our previous hits and missteps. Here we go. Hannah Hampton, love you. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> For a pop, let's make sure you don't crackle. Pop, pop snap, crackle, pop. How's it sound? <laughs> I think you actually sound good. Okay, good. Okay. Actually, wow. as long as your giggle doesn't break up, because that's that's our bread and butter is your giggle. <laughs> so does your husband ever have you call him daddy? <laughs> oh you kill me sometimes. You actually did crackle for a second there, so that's why I did oh, that. Okay. All right, I think we're okay. okay. All right. Well, I don't know. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shnikes, Anna. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? Well, I believe it's time for a smoke break. <laughs> smoke break. <laughs> Holy cow, Hannah. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? Well, all I got to say is roll them if you got them, because it's time <laughs> for a smoke break. Smoke break. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hannah. Well, believe it or not, we have our first mailroom shenanigans, our first email that actually wants our input. Ooh. Uh, I kid you not. So let me read this to you. It Welcome says to mailroom shenanigans. Mailroom shenanigans. <laughs> All right. Shenanigans. So it says. Hello, HR people. Let me start by saying that I love your podcast. I oh. love Hannah's giggles and oh. appreciate input. That other guy could use a free few pointers. Oh, no. Smiley face, laugh out loud. Just kidding. Love you, Mick. Ha. Oh, so, got a fan. It says, my question is, my warehouse staff is underpaid according to the market average, but most of them choose to work here because the company is based in a small town and people don't want to drive outside of their quote unquote comfort zone. So when everyone comes in, life is great, but I have a lot of people call in sick. 
They do not qualify for paid time off until they have been here a year. So, of course, the days they call in are unpaid. Because management knows they are underpaid, they have become more lax on the attendance policy. I'm not sure if this is good or bad. From an HR perspective, should I let management roll there with their way since they don't take much stake in human resources? Oh, so she she's saying that she is actually a recruiter who's picked up the HR responsibilities. I can I can totally relate. I've done that before. So should I try to enforce the policy in the handbook you know, or do maybe a looser version of what's in the handbook so attendance has some sort of guidelines? I'm assuming, Mick, you'll hand this over to Hannah. Ha, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> I should well, read. I should read her name just for that. Oh no! Don't not. do that to one of our listeners. Well, no, seriously, Hannah. Her HR. You know, they actually do have a policy. So there's not a, a, an employee handbook. This is not a company. It sounds like that constantly involves HR in termination or um, disciplinary action. What should this person do? What are your thoughts? Well, initially you know, she asks, is this good or bad? And of, of course it's bad. So here's, I'm going to give you the really high level quick answer, and then we'll dig into what to do. So it's, what's bad about it is if you terminate someone due to attendance and they're able to prove that you have a policy that you don't follow, a judge is going to look at that as, as a bad thing. Like you have a written policy, you set clear expectations but you haven't done your job as a company to follow them. So how do you keep it consistent? Well, that's very difficult. And if you do terminate somebody for attendance, they easily could come back and prove like you don't follow it to the T, you don't follow it as written. So that's bad. So ultimately, my first answer is that's not a good thing. Now, what to do going forward? I have to say, full disclosure, I've, I've worked in environments where we've had very similar situations. My, my advice on this is, to either follow the policy it is and then set that clear expectations. Like starting on June 1st, we are going to be following the attendance policy as written. Give some wiggle room, set that clear expectation so that people can get back to the habit, get childcare, whatever they need to do to be able to follow the policy. Uh, Set that clear expectation starting June 1st, we're gonna do this or If you want to amend the policy or rewrite the policy so that it is easier to follow or so it is closer to what people are doing, then rewrite the policy, educate the staff, have them sign off that they have read it. And obviously, if you're going to go back to setting, you know, having them follow it to a T as is, you want them to to sign the policy as well. Having, Having that proof that you have communicated this change. But I would say if you want to loosen it up, you got to do it in writing. If you want to keep it tight keep it tight. That is my professional HR advice to you. Now, here's the here's the thing. I live in the real, real world and I know that that things happen. So my advice on that is document anytime that somebody doesn't follow the policy or gives somebody a pass, document as to why. Uh, set that clear expectation that going forward, you're going to follow it. So they know going forward, they have to do things differently. I, I hate that you have to be such a hard ass on people sometimes. But at the end of the day, if you your policy leads to terminations or that's something that happens. And and, and in my past life, these type attendance uh, infractions led to terminations. You really do have to 
hold people accountable to following the policy as written, or else you're going to put yourself in that danger zone of potential discrimination. Uh, so I always just say follow it or change it. Yeah, I'm really going to agree with everything you said. So Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Neiman at Rollins Shipping and Moving in North Carolina, name uh, withheld to protect your privacy. Yeah, I, I think the big thing, and, and you know, you're going to have to get the leadership of your company's buy-in, right? Yep. You're going to have to call a meeting and say, okay, so the policy as written is probably too strict and we're never going to be staffed if we execute this policy at 100%. So let's get together as a team right now and determine what can we put up with. And then what's hilarious is I think this really ties in to our extremely lengthy smoke break and my throat (laughs) is so sore. Maybe you should have a policy where there's more than one schedule available. I know this is very hard in the warehouse industry. I did catch that part because I thought I had some other answers. And I do know you have to have very strict schedules in warehousing and logistics. Mm -hmm. But maybe you can create a staggered schedule. So if part of the problem, we got to get to the source of why people are calling off. Are they simply calling off because this is a small town warehouse and that's what people do in a small town. You know, it's 75 degrees and sunny today for the first time in three months. We're all going to go down to the creek and do some swimming. I don't know, but you got to get to the source of the, the attendance issue. And if it simply is, you know, staggering schedules would help and you get the team to agree on that, do whatever you have to do. But you do have to have something in place and you do have to enforce that because you, if you don't, people can misconstrue this lackadaisical enforcement of these rules as gender bias, race bias, mm. you know, so you are leaving yourself susceptible to some bad things, which obviously I think you know, or you would not have sent us this email. So I think that's a big part of it is find uh, something that you can all agree upon as a policy. And then everything you said about the way to communicate and launch it is spot on. I mean, you and I have seen rollouts to when we work together The companies that do those meetings, do those rollouts, have you sign off on the attendance policy. Those are the those are the companies that I I do think the the associates and team members do like to know that there are rules that are being enforced because, you know, if they're not someone that's going to take care of the flimsiness or whatever, they're always going to feel like, you know, well, Billy Bob can do whatever he wants, but I need to make the money. I am a single parent or a two, two income household that I do need to come in every day. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, you know, I'm being cheated by the the fact that uh, there's no difference for me than the person that calls off one day a week. I always say showing up to work, that's the bare minimum. (laughs) Yeah, right. I I think that I think that's a pretty fair expectation to set is that you show up. But what's what is frustrating, and I'm sure that's where this email's coming from, is we're not seeing that like we used to. And I'm not gonna get out of my front lawn and start shaking my rake about kids today not caring and coming into work. Or ghosting. Or ghosting, exactly. But I I do think that recommunicating those expectations and enforcing them, I think you'll find that people will stop calling in as frequently because right now um, they're doing what you let them do and they don't think about the long-term impact on their finances. They're just thinking, eh, I don't feel like going to work today. Nothing's going to happen to me if I don't, so I'm not going to. 
And that's all she wrote. I love it when he glows like that. <laughs> so, yes, I that really wasn't uh, the person's name that emailed his company or location. So please don't be encouraged by my outburst and not email us ever again. <laughs> we want to hear from you. We absolutely want to hear from you. So I hope we were helpful, or I should really say Hannah was helpful, because I think everything she stated was spot on. So once again, let us know. Did it work? Did you listen to us? You know, and hopefully we'll hear back from this individual. Yeah, keep us posted. All right, right on. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Um, We definitely are looking forward to sitting. Fuck me. I'll have to cut this out. Uh, (laughs) Uh, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Who I'll knows? Leave it in. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of HR After Hours. Make sure to visit our Facebook page. Make sure to send us an email. I think. Um, but this is Mick Danzig. This is Hannah Hampton. And have a great day. Take care. Bye bye. Hey, your voice actually boosted up when the recording started this time. That's oh, good. nice. Woo-hoo. Nice. 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 All right. Hey, just so you know, I yeah. gotta let you know that you're being recorded. Uh oh, okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, man. Wait, I'm being recorded for our podcast? Yes, just so you know. Have you been recording this whole time? Like, yeah, you didn't know. This wasn't just like we were playing podcasts. We're actually doing one. No shit. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. How dare. Well, I guess you're technically playing podcasts until you at least make a dollar off of it. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) 